Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma Let You, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'ma let you finish with Courtney Amy on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's show 96. 96. And it was just someone's birthday. So we have to start this show by saying happy, well, at this point, happy belated, but happy birthday, Ames. Listen, when when you celebrate very few holidays, I'm stretching this... Mofo out as long as humanly possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> so thank you for putting it up on our page. And oh my mm-hmm. goodness, I'm. It's always listen. You know, as a Facebook is only good for cute cat videos, self promotion, right. and birthday right. wishes. Right. So thank you, everybody. It was fun. We had a nice day. So it was fun. Nice, nice, uh, nice, nice. And you'll have to text me to remind. I know your birthday is in July, and I know yep. you start in mid June. Well, July first. Midnight, 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 July 1st. I mean, it's my birthday. I mean. Right. No, understood. And you have the whole season, whereas I I keep Through August. Yeah, I know. I understand. (laughs) Because then I feel like once you have the birthday, then you have some dust that still is around you. You have to adjust. So it goes into the first couple of days of August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's understandable. It's like, it's understandable. It's like shopping season. You know, mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of seasons, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know how we like to talk about those unsung underground artists. I mean, we made Adele what she is today. I mean, let's I mean, we sure did. I mean, we didn't know she was going to stunt queen everybody with her shows, but we sure did make well, her we, famous. We made her what she is. Yeah, today. we did it. Well, we did it all. Uh, Kendrick Lamar after. Five years, which in pop culture time is 174 years. Mm -hmm. But after five years has come back with his, is it his, I think it's only his fourth album. I mean. You don't count the mixtapes. If you don't count the early mixtapes, I think it's only his fourth album. And no pressure. You know, he just won the Pulitzer in between. (laughs) Damn. And no pressure. Um, And so. Well, first, let's talk about 
what it sounds like. And then I would just like to, and we've talked about this, have sort of a a reaction to the reaction, but we've listened to it. So mm-hmm. impressions? Um, I really enjoy it. I, I actually I I quite like it a lot. And you know, for me and you know, we all know hip hop I'm not I'm not the person people come to first, but there are certain people that I really enjoy that make albums, cohesive bodies of work. I believe he is one of them. And, you know, I have a tendency to think no one needs a double album from anybody, you know, like they they tend to be too much. But I enjoy it. I think the music is really good. The flow, you know, I think it tells a story of black family, generational stuff. It just... I, I think he's a storyteller, and he tells the story well here. Now, it's funny you say double album, because it's actually shorter than Damn, time-wise. Mm-hmm. So he's calling it a double album, but mm-hmm. first off, when you're streaming, what does a double album mean? Mm-hmm. But it's actually short. Well, um... Well, I people mean, make shorter no, songs now, too, right, don't they? Think about that. Yeah. Songs now yeah, are yeah. two so minutes and 20-something seconds. Yeah, right. There's my, there's my... And then interludes and stuff. All right, I mean, there is... And he sort of addresses this, and we have talked about it in the past. He, be, mainly because of Damn, but earlier stuff, and because of All Right, he sort of, whether he wanted it or not, became sort of the spokesman of a generation, which is a very heavy burden to carry, especially when yep. you're a relatively young guy. Yep. So everybody was sitting Especially there if you don't and, ask for it. Well, of course, yeah, and very few people actually do. I don't think anybody goes, excuse me, I'd like to be a spokesman of a generation. Is that slot open right now? Okay, cool. Um, do I get a discount at Arby's with it? Great. Um, he, so it's not his responsibility to comment on the fact that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. No. And like everybody else, he has been dealing with stuff that is out of everyone's control. Not even just racial stuff, just mm-hmm. life stuff and and pandemic stuff. And, and so, like a lot of people, he sort of was laying low and creating and working on this for a very long time. So he addresses this in the song Savior. It's like sort of like... um. I will speak to things, but it's not my job to speak to things. Now, he's never been somebody who makes party rap. I mean, he's not that guy. Right. Um, I mean, he does make records that are a little lighter, but he's not like, you're not going to go to him for like the party and bullshit stuff. Um, Yeah, it is a very heavy record. There are some guest stars on it that are drawing a lot of heat and attention, namely Kodak Black. Um because Kodak Black has been credibly accused of sexual assault. Um, and he's also like undergoing a religious conversion or some whatever. So people have kind of looked at Kendrick going, how can you talk about why are you giving this guy a cosign? And I think that's fair. I think that's a fair criticism. I think it's fair. Like, does it, you know, maybe he's making a statement like Kanye. Maybe they're friends. On people. Maybe they're friends. Yeah, but the guy has been credibly accused of sexual assault. I don't think he put money in his pocket. Sorry. I mean, that's just me. They're all, they, maybe they're friends. It, they could be. And um, Has he been convicted? Has he been... What is credi- I think he's... I think he been, it, because I, think I feel it, like it needs to be a conviction. Because like if you say that over the air, I think it needs to be a conviction. Because right there's an accusation. Credibly accused means he was convicted of something. And I, you know, and, I think he has done jail time. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, he did, but was wasn't that for guns or something? All right, I'm gonna read a direct. I'm gonna read a tweet from Ernest Owens. 
Okay, so we, I think uh, we've entered the annoying trend of quote unquote conscious rappers artists thinking they are doing something enlightening and or edgy by attempting to redeem and or reimagine problematic, toxic individuals in society. The betrayal stings because these artists think they are giving these trash ass, this is Ernest Owen speaking, individuals, quote unquote, grace in a way that society isn't. But they are actually perpetuating a violent cycle of divorcing them of true accountability. Why must black women and others be denied justice? So I'm just going to. You know what? That's very, that's said really well. Yeah, that's there's nothing. There's there's nothing else to even say. Because it is true. You see sometimes with, like, I feel like, T.I., right? Every time there's somebody that has something problematic, he comes to defend that person. And I always want to say sometimes, it's okay for us as black people, and I know I've said this on the show a million times, to kind of not just say, well, they're black, we have to support them. I'm not saying we have to throw them in the trash, but we got to get to a place where we could turn around and say, that shit's fucked up. Yeah. It's not good. And we can't just clap and celebrate you. We have to say it's not good. When uh, Kodak Black took a plea deal after being accused of raping a girl when she was in high school. Gotcha. Boom. Well, there it is. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to go. No, but, but, no, but, but that, but that, but that actually backs up that thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we don't really want to go down to Kodak Black hole. Yeah, yeah. Because. Because he's not on. So, the, yeah, the record is very dense. It is very, you know, Eckhart Tolle, who I have Mm -hmm. eye rolling interest in, but (laughs) not that I have anything against spirituality. Which which book was his? He had one of those books. Oh, Edward, whatever. He's like the German, the secret or something. I mean, it's like he's him, Marianne Williamson. I have very limited interest in these people. But this is obviously, you know, Kendrick is someone, he is a Christian. He is someone who is wrestling with a lot of things. That's fine. There's a lot to wrestle with. Um, There's some very... All right, here's my main issue. It's a very dense record. This is not a party and bullshit record, as I have said, mm-hmm. as you have said. I just have, and we've talked about this, and this is the nature of social media, and this is the nature of the of the speed in which media has to respond because things are streaming, and and suddenly somebody has to have a critical opinion within 12 seconds of something dropping. Right, it's like be and the first, I, and then go back and actually listen first, to it. Be be the first, you know, get the click. So first off, I have a huge objection to the word classic being thrown around. It's been out for 15 minutes. Don't you hate that everybody does that? Classic. Well, it's a classic. No, classic is, it's got to be older than six months. Can we agree on that? Well, here's that. And here's Uh, the thing about the albums that become, quote unquote, the classics. Nobody has to call them that. What happens is, it's one of those things that universally comes together. The, the people love it. Other artists loves it. The critics love it. Everybody right. universally feels the same thing because it is undeniable. And because history some, loves it. Right. right. And history, and, right. And, and, and it still sounds great and you put it right. on and it's, that, it's almost timeless. You have yeah. to give things some time and see what of the course. reaction is. Yeah. But everybody wants to be the first. And ev- well, every classic yeah. and everybody's an icon. Three albums an icon, and you're an icon, honey. Three yeah. albums. 
three albums. No, three in albums. You're, you're being co- you're being generous. I mean, it's like you can't be iconic. I mean, the Greeks did not refer to their architecture as classic as soon as they put up the Parthenon. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta wait a minute. So it has to stand the test of time. This will be a landmark record. It's not getting raves. It is getting very strong, but it is getting mixed. Not in a horribly negative way, but you hear a lot of. But no, it just drives me nuts, and it's a, it's a, it's a feature of the youth of a lot of people who are doing writing about criticism, who are criticism, a bit of standing. You know, people just want to love him so much that they won't allow for anything. A, a kind of desperation, understandingly, in music of wanting something of substance, but it's the internet. You have to get it out there. I'll tell you, if you want to read a really good review of the record, Craig, mm-hmm. uh, Craig, Craig Jenkins or Gary Jenkins, Craig Jenkins, in New York Magazine, who had a minute to write this. You know what I mean? Right, he had a right. minute. Um, you know, gave an initial impression and came back. Craig Jenkins' um, piece in this week's New York Magazine is really good. Because mm-hmm. you have to live with something for crying out loud. You, you really do. You, I mean, it's well. This is like this. This is your so well. This long. is well. This is your wheelhouse, right? Where it's journalism. You get the record. You live with the record, and then you kind of sit down and write a real right. sort of piece about what the music is saying, what the artist is saying. But now everything is such a rush because you need to be first, get the click, and and there's no lead time. No. None. There's no lead right. time. Well, right, I mean, because so, of the digital age, nobody like it's like you don't get the music early anymore. You don't you get don't to get have the that music moment. Early, so you have to. I always re- tell people this. I remember when Midnight. I mean, it, and it was with every record back then because I'm old. When Midnight Marauders came out, I think I had that freaking record for six weeks before it came out. It's so funny because I was in here over the weekend looking at just cleaning. I still and I found I still have my advanced cassette of the miseducation yeah. of Lauren Hill. Right. My right. my advanced CD of Erica Badu's Baduism when it was just a black cover. My advanced CD of Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite when it was in right. the in the whack when you really had to send that music you out, give people it. a leak. But now because everything's so digital and you can't trust anybody, it's like no. no one gets to really have the music. People are dropping their albums, you know, at midnight and that's the first time anybody's here. Right, exactly. So that is, I mean, and and this is, I mean, you know, like I said, in terms of the record, that's not a criticism of the art. It's more a criticism of the mechanism. And I'm just increasingly tired of people just immediately knee-jerk. And it is, no disrespect to our younger friends, but it is Mm. a reaction because that's the age they've grown up in. They've grown up in an age of instant response, instant right. reactivity, instant got to be the first, got to be the first, got to be the first. So right. I have to go back and listen to it again. I When are you going to write something again? You need you need a well, I, I know you've done I know you've done some writing and people have been hiring yeah. you to do a lot of like a lot of writing stuff but Come on, man. Hi, editors. Hi. <laughs> she still writes. She yeah, still knows you. all the people. I honestly, honestly <laughs> am not interested. No, no disrespect to Kendrick Lamar. I'm right. not interested in writing about Kendrick because right. I think there are a lot of issues in this that I am not. I am not, nor should I, write anything about uh the violence and stuff uh, on black women. This is very much an album, you know, directed at, I mean, not that white people can't listen to it, but I would just right. be way out of fucking line to be commenting about stuff like that. But listen, it is a very, um, 
significant record. It is a record that's going to, no doubt, sell a ton of copies. Well, Apple more. said on on day one, yeah. it already streamed bigger than any of the al- albums of this year. Right. So, you and know, the, it's going to have and, a huge week. And he's going to be touring. He's going to probably be doing television. And and again, there is room for him. There is room for Jack There's Harlow room, in terms yep. of... There is room for everything. It doesn't have to be an either I really or. like that Jack Harlow record, Yeah, too. he's good. I like that record, he's good. too. I do. I was like, he's okay, good. well, wait. I want to try to hate on this, but no, this you album's do, right? really good. No, he's good. <laughs> like, I'm like into he's it. He's good. I will say, though, I saw him on... Um, Ebro and Pete Rosenberg's Whitey mm-hmm. Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like most people his age, Jack what uh, Jack White. That was a, <laughs> a, a slip of the tongue. <laughs> Sorry. Jack, Jack Harlow, Harlow uh-huh. doesn't know shit about music. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't look to any of those people in an age group to tell me anything about music. I just I don't listen to any of you. Just give me your album. <laughs> yeah, no, he just doesn't. He literally like they were playing stuff for him that like every human being in the world knows and he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> like what? It's like I guess that's what happens when you're so young that you grow up in a house where your mother's playing Sade, not Whitney Houston. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, like right, late when your mom's person yeah. is Lady Gaga, you're yeah, exactly, you know, yeah, exactly, you know what exactly. I'm and late Lady Gaga, the Joanne record. <laughs> It's like poker face. Oh, that's retro <laughs> that's, Lady Gaga. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like what you know. You okay. know my favorite game to play whenever I'm mm. around high school students when they're wearing mm. T-shirts with bands. I'll go, oh, what's mm. your favorite song? And they look at mm. you like, and they're like, what? What? <laughs> they're, they're like Urban Outfitters. I just like the design. <laughs> Urban Outfitters is my favorite. Right, band. right. I saw this kid yesterday with a Nirvana sh- shirt, and I'm teasing him. I go, okay, what's your favorite Nirvana song? And he's like. Um, the one with the baby in the swimming pool. I mean, that's the album cover. There is no song called Baby in a Swimming Pool. And I said, okay, quick test. Kurt Cobain, dead or alive? He goes, he's dead, right? And I'm like, yes, okay. <laughs> Take like that fucking shirt things. off. You it's don't so, know what it means. No, it's like you see them, they have on like the Motorhead t-shirt. And it's like, no we're idea. not even going to go down this app. <laughs> No, I know. We could do a whole show on like children. Stop wearing logos. Led Zeppelin. White girl. What's your favorite Led Zeppelin record? And she looks at me like, uh, I'm like, all right, never mind. All right, let's talk about something that pretty much nobody cares about, but we're technically legally obligated to talk about the Billboard Awards. I didn't watch them. When were they on? I didn't watch them. I saw little clips, and then I saw Puffy still being Puffy, and I was like, oh, okay, didn't miss anything. Mm. I mean... (laughs) He has not aged well. Can I be really bitching? Well, <laughs> I mean, he, he looks never like a himself. Idol. I mean, he's a, but he's just like he just. To me, he looks born. exactly like himself. Actually, oh, he, he, he looks does. wealthy. He does. He looks oh, wealthy he and as annoying as ever. Annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like and speaking. Speaking of some, dance. actually, someone who's made himself the spokesperson of the culture. That oh. would be him. Still. And he still does that horrible dancing. Still look at me in the camera. Still. Yeah, and I mean. Still hawking products. I I heard he was out there hawking his liquor. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And not for nothing. I mean, and this speaks again to the dumbing down of the culture. The man Mm -hmm. has done many things, but produce a TV show, he has not. Mm -hmm. Why was he given the reins for this? I heard it was a mess. 
it was a mess. And mm-hmm. there were some perform. I mean, the problem with the Billboard Awards, it's it, calling it an award show is a right. joke because it, we already know who's won. There's no yeah. anticipation. It's a variety show mm-hmm. with people who have just been given awards. And I am tired, as you are, of rappers rapping over their own vocals. I what Ms. what Thing. is that? It's like what is that? I'm sitting here watching, and everybody was like, "This was the best performance of the night." I was like, the one with the record playing? Right. <laughs> that I can right. audibly hear? Audibly. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's not like they're rapping over a track. They are literally rapping over their own vocals. They are, it was, it, it, yeah. It's just like, what's happening? What the hell? I mean, come on. Why don't and we you, just turn the mic I off mean, and play the record and save everybody time? No, and it's you ridiculous. know how much I love Janet Jackson. I love Janet Jackson. I love her, but I was like, is there an Alice in Wonderland musical happening next door? What's happening? What is happening? Was there a big bunny rabbit that came I was, I just, yeah. And then I I feel like one of the city girls had a dress on where you could kind of almost see her vagina. There was so much that seemed random and crazy. No, no, Lado. Bless her heart. What was she wearing? I hate to be a bitch, but what was that? <laughs> I don't know. It was the opposite of sexy. She's a good-looking woman. Yeah, it was she just, is. Uh, and it's a great song and yeah, made for it's her. Great, yeah. But no, but uh, you know what's really <sighs> funny? You can already see because this is how fast the music industry and this is how fickle pee. You can already mm-hmm. see the passing of the torch from Megan to Lotto because mm-hmm. I think people think Megan is problematic because she has the audacity to talk about shit. So that but she was there. Her. She was there. She performed. No, I know, but mm-hmm. everybody's like suddenly like Lotto, Lotto. Right. Well, you know, right. and her her Mugler looked really hot. I really liked Megan's look on the Megan's stage. Great. Yeah, I like Megan that. a lot. Um, all right, Eurovision. All right, true confession. I know you're supposed to watch this every year. I never watch it. I never know when it's on. I, I well, let's just get to a fun fact. In a surprise to no one, Ukraine <laughs> <Sure>. won. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the equivalent. We talked about it. That was the equivalent of when we won Patrick Ewing in, yeah, the, uh, right. in the lottery. This is the um, only thing that truly counts from last week. I was minding my own business, as one does. Googling people that I'm waiting for, as one does, <laughs> to see if there's any new information. So I just decide, ah, let me Google Milan Farmer and see what comes up. <laughs> and now everybody, listen, if you listen to this show, if you don't know who this woman is by now, really, really. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Listen. If Melian Farmer fell in a forest <laughs> and no one was there to hear her, did she fall? <laughs> oh, I, I think the thing that I think the thing that convinced you that you wanted to do this show with me uh-huh. is when I and when I told you I had seen the Sugar Babes in concert, which I, I was like, when I, I was like, we're doing I, this show. Right. I was like, and I love the sugar I babes. You were like, you like, oh, you know, I've seen them. I was like, what? Yeah, you've seen. And the when sugar I babes? and when you said Melane Farmer, and I didn't and go, you who? knew the fuck who she was. <laughs> I was like, we have to do this show. Yeah, that's it. Done deal. <laughs> All right, Courtney, take it. Team. Malone, so go. I'm minding my own business, and I was like, what is going on with Melane? Lo and behold, a press release from that day popped up from her team. To inform us 
that Miss Farmer is announcing her album that is untitled that will be out before the end of the year and that she is currently in the studio now recording said album. And it is with the team that she recorded her album, Blue Noir, which had, you know, Say Le Dain and Oui Menon and Blue Noir. And it was a really, it was a big hit album for her. And it was electronic y and dancey. And I'm very excited because Milan is coming. Now, here's the thing she's terrible, right? It's terrible. <laughs> but I love her, as do all old well, French we have queens. Because the young people the fact don't that like, questionable oh, no. vocals. You don't oh, go, no. oh, they can't sing. Let me just tell you something. She brings questionable vocals and high production to an entire new level. I lit, and I'm here for, like, literally, her big last, first of all, she's returning to the stage for her Nevermore concert series of stadiums in the summer of 2023. Anyway, her last tour in Europe. She's never played America. And she's, no, she never played Canada. She's never played the, she's never come to this side at all. No, I figured she doesn't play French speaking Canada? No, no, And she was born in Canada. The only time she's ever performed, done an interview and performed on American television was on The Tonight Show with Sting because he had a duet album. I'm not laughing album. at you. I'm just like, the, no, the, the, it's the, horrible. the extent yeah. of detail is yes, frightening. It's actually. terrible. But anyway, so I'm very excited, people. It's horrible. She's horrible. And I can't wait. And that means we're going to get this a... This is we're why Courtney's not a publicist. It's horrible. Listen, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. No, what did I tell you that time about who did I say was just like a loud lady screaming at you? But it was fabulous. Right. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know me, I like... I like really deep shit. I like fun shit. But sometimes I just need somebody who has some questionable vocals with great songs that has millions of dollars to spend on the itness of it all. Euros. And Milin is the queen of it. And I'm Well, Euros. yeah, it's like, right, do you Euros. want tuna with good taste or tuna that tastes good? You want tuna that tastes good. And right now I can't count on Madonna. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I gotta, no. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be excited for this Milan moment. Yeah, and She's and the thing. Sugar Babes who just announced on Friday that they're performing at this year's Glastonbury. How amazing is that? Yay! <laughs> I only saw them because I was at an Adidas fashion show in Berlin. Mm. And, I, and they sponsored one of their tours. They, yeah, right, they had and they were up there, and I was the only person who speaks English <laughs> as their native language who was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, the Sugar Babes. And everybody's looking at me. I'm like, the Sugar Babes. I know three songs. Leave me alone. I'm having a moment. I don't give a fuck about sneakers. I'm having a moment. <laughs> Actually, and you do. It, You're just a Nike girl. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, well, back then, I didn't have to be anything. But... Um, but uh, and I'm having a moment, and 15 years from now, that moment will pay off for me. But right now, right. I'm just having a moment. <laughs> All right, we get up to make. Speak, me- wait, <laughs> speaking of moments, <laughs> what's the last thing you expect anybody to say coming out of the New York City jails in New York? Oh well, yeah. Let me think. R. Kelly has a new friend. <laughs> the man who shot up the fucking subway. Whose name we've already forgotten. Right. Well, Frank we shouldn't James? say his name. Is it Frank, Frank James? It, yeah, it's uh, Frank, Frank something. James. Yeah, Frank something. Frank something. Like, I mean... Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's like, 
Could you get any worse? Oh, you can. It's like that's you why could. you know it's how I was how I always think about Madonna. Like this can't get worse. Oh, it can. No, it can't. <laughs> there's new um, lows that this can go to, and there's new lows you can go to. Well, that's just. I'm great. just going to assume that Frank recognized Robert. <laughs> that Robert, because as we have said, no, not to minimize the horror of what happened, but Frank James looked like. Every single middle-aged black man you walk by. I every mean, I kept looking at his face, being like, "I feel like day. I know him." I said, "Yeah, that I to kept you. looking I like, at the picture, like going, him. do I know this guy? Do I right. need to? Be, is there someone not in the neighborhood currently? Do mm-hmm. I need to drop a dime on this guy? Like, who is this mm-hmm. guy?" So I am assuming that Robert. No, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that Frank went. Oh, you're R. Kelly, and yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, good. Everything has to be celebrity. Everything. Even disgusting criminals has to be celebrity. Um, So So what do you think of the Ernie Barnes Sugar Shack painting being sold? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised. How much did it get? Like 1 point something million? 15 million. 15 million. I was going to say. I mean, it's it. Okay, we can use this word for real. It is an iconic painting. It is. It is. Absolutely. I For mean, the black community, like, it just was, yeah, so, it's it an means iconic a painting. lot of things. It's yeah. an iconic painting, and it's nice to see someone whose name in many households is not a household name. Um, right. Is he still alive, or is this the estate getting the money? I believe it's the estate getting the money, but yeah, the but think- better part is the new owner said that he is going to, you know, find a way for it to be displayed for people to oh, see good. it. So hopefully he loans it to a museum of notice. It should somebody. go into the Smithsonian, the, the African-American Smithsonian. It absolutely should go into the... Because it's Oh iconic. my God, that's absolute. I was thinking maybe because, you know, the studio museum is, they're building their new building. It would yeah. be great to have it there as part of their situation. To Permanent really color. Draw. Yeah, this is bigger but, than yeah. that. No disrespect no, it's to the studio. Act- it is a it is a, well the studio is world class so you know what I mean. No, and, but I'm and, saying this is bigger. I mean, this yeah. painting, the studio is a great museum. But I'm saying this is because this speaks on the television level, the art right. level, right? It's true. The everything level. It's one of those paintings that everybody goes, "I know this painting," even yeah. if you don't know the painting because you grew up watching it. Well, look at the Marvin Gaye album cover. Look at yeah. Good Times. No, it's, yeah, no, I think I think it's really it's really really great. Um, all right, let's. We're gonna have to make a, a segue to something that is not really, really great. Which and there was just news this morning, actually, about Brittany Griner, who is the WNBA. We need to keep uh, saying star. her name. We really do because. Yeah. No. It's. It's. Look, we're not gonna comment about what she did or what she didn't do. The point is, is that because I don't. I'm, happened, now, I'm. Yeah. Because now I'm not really believing so much that she did anything. It seems. Well, it's really, Russia. You think? I right. mean, come on. Yeah, right. I mean it's. I mean, if she had been arrested in France, I'd be more. This is a country where the truth went out the window many, many years ago. But now the NBA um, has said that they are actively getting involved. Right. In, in so that, I mean, it's a horrible situation on so many different levels. First off, if she made a, a decent amount of money or made as much as the men make, she wouldn't have to be playing all over the world. So there's right. that. There's the lack of parity in the what, what women athletes are paid. And obviously she makes more than the average American. But the point is, is that she should be But paid. for what she does, she, she should shouldn't have to go pay. play an off-season. Right. She should be able to rehab her body here in America and, and, and do what the America. men do and right. not have to leave and go. Right. Yeah. 
But she had the horrible misfortune of whatever happened, of it happening just as the Ukrainian, uh, the invasion of Ukraine was starting. And she is definitely being held as a pawn. And they do have to keep it low key, the Americans, because they don't want to. You're dealing with you're dealing with a, a, a dictatorship. You don't want to piss the dictator off because the dictator kills his enemies. So it is a delicate situation. They did just let out two Americans who had been in Russia for multiple years. But they had to do it as a prisoner swap. You know, they and they to took a lot a of negotiations swap. and right. it was a prisoner swap. And they want someone for her who is like really bad. Right. Like they want like the Russian El Chapo, basically. I mean, like right. a seriously horrible, not a woman maybe who had a joint on her. They want like right. a major yikes kind of guy. So... The fact that the NBA has gotten involved, I think, does add a real sense. Well, of evidently, they said they've been involved, but they just, uh, I watched the interview with Adam Silver, and he was like, the reason why they haven't spoken out is because of the government, who they're, everybody who they're working with was like, do not, it will right. not help. They's like it yeah. will help more with the public. Like public pressure. They're like the public has more of a role to play. But they're like because they're trying to actively do this. It's like it doesn't help if they're really making public like statements. Like back channel, which I get because you know this is ugly and it's and like, very ugly. And now it does not help that you have Sweden and Finland, you know, applying for NATO. That doesn't help. So it's just it's yeah. Ugly. I mean, look what they did to Pussy Riot, and that's their right. own citizens. Right. You know. Or look what they did to Alexander Navalny. They poisoned him twice. Right. That's their own citizen. So, yeah, we're not dealing with a sane government over there. So, I mean, hopefully this will be resolved, but it's awful. Her her trial, her pretrial thing has been extended yet. So she's been basically sitting in a piece of sh- horrible, I can't even imagine, holding mm-hmm. cell for three months. <clears throat> for three months. So, yeah. Ugh. All right. What are you listening to? This is gonna sound crazy. You say, I, I'm, "All right, I'm going to charge you a dollar." I had a, I have a friend, my friend Katie. Hi, Katie, who used to tell me when I would mention the name of a guy that I was in that we were breaking up. She goes, "Every time you mention his name, I'm going to charge you a dollar." Mm-hmm. So I had to stop mentioning. So I'm going to charge you a dollar. Crypto. Every time I say this sounds crazy, this sound crazy, or I have no idea why, or for some reason. But for some reason, (laughs) (laughs) I have been on stuck on a Chicago kick. And I have been listening to a lot of Chicago albums. I need to break in for a second because this was the conversation at the Rock and Hall. Which Chicago? 25 or 624 Chicago or <laughs> or when the cornball took over which Chicago I've been listening I've been listening to album number 7 Oh so that's when the cornball took over I've been li- <laughs> So not 70s Chicago not horn heavy Chicago No this is this is the Chicago that was giving me jazz cuz Chicago made like 20 something albums that's this true, is still 70s Chicago Is this Saturday in the Park 25 or 624 Chicago Yes Okay. Yes. Okay. It is. Then you. Okay. <laughs> it is. Yes. Not color my world, Chicago. No, not color my world, Chicago. Okay. Or um, the, when Peter Cetera took over, when that Chicago. It's not. It's. it's but I've listened Chicago. to some that had him in it too. I believe he's. Listen, it wasn't all terrible, but I don't know why 
I just got really kind of. I like their albums with uh, the jazz compositions. And stuff. Right. So I have. I've been listening to the gold cover one. I've been listening to the brown cover one. Didn't they all called Chicago? They were. All They're all kind of like Chicago. <laughs> right. So it's like the gold cover one, the brown cover one. <laughs> Listen, twenty five or sixty four was my elementary school mm-hmm. jam, baby. Because mm-hmm. we were oh, like, what this is. And mean? Ricky Lee Jones for some random fucking reason. And Janice Ian. I've been I'm, very, like, I don't know. I'm having some 60s, 70s weirdo moment. I have, um, all right, well, I can top that. Mm-hmm. I have, yesterday I started um, listening to Nelly Furtado out of nowhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a name and, I haven't heard in a long time. Exactly. And not the Timberland stuff, that first album. The first, the first album, the one with uh, Like a Bird. I'm like a bird because she was part of that whole Lilith kind of, and I really liked her a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always thought she was fun, um, good. And she songs. had a lot of hits. She had a lot of hits. I liked the fact that she kind of tapped into her Portuguese roots and mm-hmm. sang. I'm, so I was listening to that. Okay, um, this is stems from a Facebook conversation that was going on with people I know. I don't believe that there are guilty pleasures, but I have to say, if I have a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. it is Brian Adams and not Cornwall really? Brian Adams. Not <laughs> everything I do, I do for you, Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. Cuts like a knife, uh, Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. I think that that freaking album is like hit after hit this time. Cuts like a knife. I mean, hit mm-hmm. after hit. And you know me, I'm a hook girl. I do enjoy a hook. Mm-hmm. And I love him. And I was always like, not to get into the he's not in the rock and roll, but I was like, really, Brian Adams? I don't think he gets. I think people see him as being like sort of a hack, and he's not a hack at all. Take me back, love. Take me back, Jim Fallon. So I just I was listening to Brian. I believe Adams. in Canada where he's from, he's in their Canadian Music Hall of Fame and gets a lot more respect. Yeah, and, and England, he lives yeah, in. Yeah, but I'm and, saying he was massive. Mm-hmm. Talk about an MTV artist. He was massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like. So, I mean, being super popular doesn't make you noteworthy, but those are just great, a you know, album rock, uh, radio songs, just efficient, in and out. And then he turned into that cornball. So when he turned into a cornball, I was like, uh, I don't well, know. Well, you know, cornball. people start going through the different decades and you just try, some, you feel like your style is going out and they always try to keep up with the style at a moment. It was still, I know, but it's still, if you're a cornball, you're a cornball. I mean, you know I, like, yeah. I like yeah. schmaltz, but it's yeah. like, put a guitar in your hand. But now I gotta say, these <laughs> Chicago albums are really great, man. Some of them are really, really, really Those good. Those early Chicago records, yeah, they, they're were like, really, they were like really a jazzy, good. they had yeah, that, that thing going on. It was really, really, really really good stuff like the musicianship you know i love musicianship like you do so it's like you hear those instruments man and there's nothing like the sound of those live instruments well there um, are a lot of bands where it's like pre like well i've never liked journey but early yeah, journey is seen yeah. as on a higher food chain early doobie brothers i mean there's a, there are a lot of bands where there's like a cut right down the middle where they keep the name but change personnel were you ever into the group kansas Oh, what? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm probably not even into the state of Kansas. No. <laughs> because I no. always see their records and I don't even know what, I don't Is think I even know. On my way I, don't, I don't even think I even know a Kansas song. And I'm like, they seem to have a lot of albums. Way- Dust in the wind, carry on. Oh wait, they song. were dust in the wind. All we yes. are is dust in the wind. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay, 
Let me put it this way, and I have I have schlocky taste. I am the girl who thinks that boys to men is em- as important in their own ways as you know other bands. I was in a mosh pit in the seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. Kansas. I don't even like Kansas, ironically. <laughs> no, I, I don't hate Kansas, but I'm just like dust in the wind and carry on my wayward son. Those I don't know. Carry songs. on my wayward son. Carry on my wayward son. You heard it. Wait, is that what they're saying? Yes. <laughs> what did you, what did you I, think no, they were saying? No. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> you know what? So, to answer your question, in summation, no. And on that note, <laughs> no. And in conclusion, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Oh, you know what else I was listening to this weekend? Um, Sylvester's Stars album. I love that album. It's four tracks. I like tracks. how you preload what you're mm-hmm. going to be listening to. Well, no, uh, not- no, I did this past weekend. I just was listening oh, to it all weekend. Oh, those are not questionable. Okay, yeah. here, I'm going to make you jealous mm-hmm. again. I saw mm-hmm. Sylvester in concert in live, too. Uh, here, I'm going to make you jealous again. I've seen Sylvester live in concert, too. Well, no, we're equally jealous of each other. I saw him at a gay pride thing in San Francisco. I saw him at the Palladium in New York. There you go. We're even. We're even. Mm-hmm. We're done. This is the only show where you have two people bragging about how many times they saw Sylvester. I also saw was great. Di- I also saw Divine in concert. Oh. I saw a diva. At, I've seen a diva multiple great. times. But, she's um, yeah, she's great. Divine was like that just made my full life like oh divine, divine is great that that's a great was... documentary by the way the divine documentary and the sylvester the cockettes documentary is fantastic. oh it's really really good yeah yeah, yeah. good stuff really good all right do what you do do what you do why don't you do what carry you do on my wayward you son you... <laughs> please carry on my wayward son that's what they're saying carry on my son. i'll post the entire lyrics to our facebook page oh my god anyway if you're tragic like us <laughs> follow us on facebook and i'm gonna let you finish all one word or you can follow us on twitter at finish ima we still fucking hate that name well follow... obviously elon musk hates twitter too so. good i hope he does because it's like yeah, good. you need to Whatever. go Go away. Go away. Go away. away. Hi, my name is Go Fuck Yourself Away. (laughs) It's like, do that. Carry Uh, on my wayward son. That's going to be my tagline from now on. Yeah, you know a little shit. Remember, leave a rating. Tell a friend. Post us. Tweet us. Put us on your page. Repost us in your stories. Tell your cousin. Tell that lady at the bodega. Hey. We know two people who talk just like you. They're on I'ma Let You Finish Podcast, which is on the Pantheon Podcast Network, which, guys, they keep adding shows. There's there's so many this Doug amazing... This sounds amazing. So good. So many amazing, amazing shows centered around music and, and entertainment with the people who lived it, breathed it, were there. You like a type of music, it's there on Pantheon Podcast Network. And we're there. So, you know, that's good. And remember, leave a rating, leave a star, tell a friend. And we appreciate you. It is, you know, it's almost June. We're getting ready for our Pride shows. Amy's getting ready for her My life fabulous is an international. return to international. This trip is, how long has this trip been postponed for? 
three years. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? No, two and a half years. Two and a half years. I mean, it's like she's finally taking. Yeah, I have to stop hyping it though. It's going to be like the Moline record. It's going to come right. out. You're going to be like, fuck. <laughs> she can sing now. I don't care. Right. <laughs> Well, she's always really good on record. I like it on record. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, she sounds yeah, fabulous yeah, on record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Amy will be living in a bunker, mm-hmm. avoiding the Rona until... until I mean, you got to avoid the Rona because New York is back on some weird high alert shit. So you got to avoid yeah, the Rona. Yeah, except it, for Mayor Swaggy is like, whee! Who doesn't I, care? I mean... Yeah, okay. It's too early it's, in the morning to talk about that it's motherfucker. Like, it's like, it's... Y'all, first Did of all... Did you ever think wait, you would miss Bloomberg? I mean... First of all, a report came out today. I know okay. this is all okay. okay. A report came out today from the Housing Preservation Society of New York saying that most New Yorkers literally have to double their current salaries to be able to afford the median rents in this city. That is how expensive it is. And there are two buildings that came... And, and I'm going to get off my horse, but you know, we're a New York-based show, so I got to say this New York shit that is really pissing me off. Um, we give these developers tax breaks and so that they put affordable housing units in these buildings. And there are two buildings that are now accepting applications for affordable housing that are close to me. One, for a single person to be able to apply for one of the studios or one bedrooms, you have to make 90000 a year to qualify for that. And the other building is $75,000 a year. Now, I have made both of those salaries in my professional career. <laughs> but it's like, if what young people who live in Harlem, who are from this neighborhood can say, all right, I'm moving out of my parents' house and I have an opportunity because the housing shortage is short to get into one of these affordable housing units at seventy-five or 90000 a year. It is a scam. That is, that is affordable housing for wealthier, middle-class people coming from other places. That is not for the neighborhood. And we need Mayor Swaggy, who read this report and is talking about, yeah, it is my job to keep making affordable housing. It's like, well, affordable for who? Affordable because well, my friends know, who are teachers, my like man, you, my friends who are teachers could not just say, "Well, let me go get this ninety thousand well, dollar year apartment." You're talking about a man, and then we should uh, who doesn't even know where he lives. <laughs> then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> stay safe, folks. Remember, wait. Do you remember the photo op of him in the apartment? He was like, "Yeah, Look, this is my apartment." He didn't know and, where anything and, was, and we were all just looking like. You don't live there. You've clearly <laughs> never been there. The the yeah. way you dress yeah. and this yeah. apartment don't collate. That, no, no, those no. two people his son, don't. his son lives there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a collection of like Nike's on the wall. You do not live there. Those are not that is not that right. is not your Remember house. he was like, This is um Art, My son. art, sweetie. He was like, art, um, this art. is a yeah, fridge, art. sweet. Then they opened the fridge and there's nothing in it. Nothing in it. <laughs> Well, except for fish, because he's a vegan. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, and on that Courtney note, Anderson. We'll see you next week, kids. <laughs> Bye.